0: 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk is making changes to its weekday lineup.
1: Beginning Monday, March 22nd, hear me,
0: Eric Erickson, weekdays noon to 3. And Atlanta's News and Talk with me, Mark Aram, when you drive home weekdays 4 till 7.
1: The new lineup starts Monday, March 22nd on 95.5 WSB. And
0: always streaming live on the WSB radio app. 2008, you smart beautiful sexy people of atlanta welcome to the mark aram show our final show low t chuck between 6 and 8 p.m unless we bomb terribly in 4 to 7 and they, they move us back uh but this is the final 6 to 8 p.m edition of the mark aram show the schedule change is official on monday but we're going to do like a a soft opening tomorrow from uh, four to six so what well, the end of an era, Longoria. When we started six to eight, you were seventy pounds heavier. <laughs> I was. <laughs> That's and, true. That and is I true. Was, and I was thirty pounds lighter. Yeah. And uh, Deborah and Chuck haven't changed. They're yeah, the same. Yeah. You and I are. We're the, we're the waves of the ocean. Yeah, we're the yo-yos. I, it just hit, I didn't realize until I just opened the mic that this is our last six to eight p.m. show. Yeah. So uh, to all the six p- uh, to eight p.m. listeners. Dude, I owe you. I mean, I owe you. You made us number one. You made this happen. So, uh, seriously, thank Especially you, thank seven, you, eight. thank you. Yes. This, I mean, you guys are amazing. So, thank you for allowing us to uh, to shine, so to speak, uh, in the ratings and allow us to get the earlier time. Again, 4 to 7 starting on Monday. Tomorrow, a soft opening from 4 to 6. So, if you ever see me out in, in, the, in the wild post-pandemic and you got a favor for, uh, that I can do for you, hit me up. I owe you. Just say, hey, Aaron, I listen uh, 6 to 8. Um, and I'll be like, all right, what do you want me to do? Roof your house? Paint the fence? <laughs> you don't want him roofing your wax house. Wax the car? All of a sudden, I'm Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, I know. Stand the floor? <laughs> what do you want me to do? Uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you. we got a big show tonight, but it is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. What do we do Thursdays, Longo?
1: It's time now. For would you rather with little Sanjay? My
0: man is the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable an questions. And I posted a picture of him at his, uh, in front of his lake house on, on Twitter tonight, <laughs> uh, on Twitter at Mark Aram. It's our buddy and yours, Little Sanjay and Would You Rather. How are you, Sanjay?
2: I'm doing well. Can I take a second and reminisce? What about the 10 to 12 Do you all remember 10 to 12? 10 to 12. Mark got us, Aram show? Yeah,
0: that was uh, that was the unscripted, off-the-chains version of the Mark the Aram launching show. Launching pad. The launching pad. We <laughs> had, uh, yeah, and those folks boosted us 7 to 9. The 7 to 9 folks boosted us 6 to 8, and then 6 to 8. I mean, I
2: Unbelievable. I uh, it's long true. Long way.
0: Yeah, it is a long way, despite the baggage that uh, we've been carrying on our shoulders <laughs> of, of Johnny Kilbasa and, and Little Sanjay. Little <laughs> Little's not a... You're more like, you're not like a baggage. You're like one of those uh, man purses. <laughs> yeah. It's a satchel. Yeah, yeah. yeah a, a little backpack. What are those, what are yeah, those yeah. fanny packs? You're, pack. pack. <laughs> you're a fanny All pack. You're a fanny pack. Yeah, man. exactly. All day. Uh, so kudos to you, Sanjay. And Sanjay is going to, we've renegotiated his deal. He's going to be with us four to seven. We don't know when yet. We don't know when we're going to do Would You Rather, but he's coming along for the ride. Here's the deal. Sanjay is going to ask us unanswerable questions. We're going to answer them in studio. I want you to play along in your car or at home. What is the first question, Sanjay?
2: All right, number one, would you rather have a personal maid or a personal chef?
0: Personal. I'm, I'm doing this for, uh, for a couple of reasons. I'm saying personal maid for a couple of reasons. One, I can't find a chef that would cook better than, than Maya does. Like she is, you, you throw a cuisine at her, she'll make it. It's unbelievable. She's fantastic. Uh, like today, I woke up from my nap. She had sloppy joes ready for me. Like, ready to go out the door. Like, happy, happy, national. And, I, I mean, no, that's not a lot like a culinary. A yeah. culinary. Yeah. will <laughs> Like, she'll make. <laughs> uh, and sloppy she's sloppy amazing. Heroes. And I know she would benefit more. If, if I got the maid, maid we'd yeah. both benefit for that. She'd benefit for the chef, too. But I think she would, she would agree with me. Give me that full-time maid. Uh, Deborah Green.
3: I don't cook enough. Like, I like to cook, but I don't think I would have use of a chef enough. You know, I eat so little different things. I'm yeah, like, sure. This, this, or this. The but chef would
0: quit in anger.
3: Probably. Like I'm making three dishes. Yeah. But, you I made know, a baked
0: Alaska and she wouldn't touch it and throws it against the house. The house
3: wall. always needs cleaning. We have yeah. a dog that likes to shed. Sure, so i yes. made. Yeah, yeah.
0: made. Uh low tea chuck. Uh the chef. Oh, I'm sorry. The uh I haven't called you this in a while. The chief of staff. Oh of yes. The Mark Air Show. <laughs> yes. Uh you're picking chef Absolutely. to cook your Kroger hot dogs or you, yes. like what would you need a <laughs> chef? For?
4: Because I eat too many Kroger hot dogs, no. I need a chef. I you gotta change
0: it up. Interesting.
4: Yeah, no, give me a chef. I can clean my own house. Yeah, I get I hate cooking, man.
0: I like I like cooking. I hate I don't thinking like about the, food. The, the I just want to tell somebody. Stuff. Cleaning a house is uh, uh, I can't. I uh, obviously if you've been to my house pre Maya, you'd know that I I'm not very good. Uh, <laughs> been there. Longoria, La- <laughs> La the Stoic Eskimo.
5: Um, probably a maid. Yeah. More for Leslie, you know, to help out with that. Um, sure. We we got I mean we got cooking down. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's a problem with that. Yeah. So I think we we it would help out it help us World out more. World famous enchiladas. Yeah.
0: Um, A serious question, though: Would you allow the maid into your bedroom? No, no, no. So the maid or your kid. They
1: they can clean the rest of the house, but they can't come
0: in. I don't want. I want to know what. Maybe I don't want to know what's going on in Longoria's (laughs) bedroom. Is it like uh, Pulp Fiction, Uh, the basement scene at the pawn shop? Oh
2: god, (laughs) is that a gimp?
0: No, 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 gimp. All right. Next question, Sanjay.
2: All right. Would you rather be an extra in an Oscar-winning movie? Or the lead in a straight to Netflix bottom of the barrel dud of a movie. Give me, me that lead. Netflix.
0: Give me that lead. I've been an extra in a movie. It's fun, but uh you, you know, you're not get you're not sharing in the Academy Award. Uh the extras in the wedding scene at The Godfather aren't getting you know, they can't put that on my on their resume. Give me a lead in a crappy straight to uh video film. Deborah Green, who I bet you've done some acting in your time.
3: Mm, a little bit. Yeah in the theater. Um I don't ever need to be the center of attention. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm great at disappearing into the background, gotcha. so I'll be a background, so background character
0: yep. on a, uh, an award-winning film. Yeah, I'll still get an uh, Oscar. Low-T Chuck. I
4: would rather be sitting at the table, out of focus in the background. I, I have no desire to act. I
0: well, don't want to do it. Charlie
3: watches Netflix, doesn't want to be in it. No.
0: I got you.
4: Yeah, I do not want to. All right, know. I think
0: Longoria is with me.
5: What's that? Too much work. You want to be the, the, the lead in a crappy movie, right? <sighs> that sounds like I think I think you could put that on your resume a little bit better yeah, than yeah. being a, an extra in the background. Yeah. Yeah. What resumes are you guys
4: putting together
3: this is <laughs> necessary? <laughs> I mean, if you're when an actor. When was the last time that you made a resume, <laughs> yeah, no too. kidding.
0: 19, uh, <laughs> 2012. Yeah. 2011, yeah, before I got hired here. Two thousand and two. Would You Rather continue with little Sanjay on The Mark Aram Show. What is the next question, Sanjay?
2: All right, this one's silly for your last six to eight. Would you rather vomit on your hero... Or have your hero vomit on you.
0: I want my hero to vomit on me, um, because that a it's, either way you're getting a good story out of it, right? Uh, like oh I vomit like Chuck would be like oh I threw up on John Wayne or John Wayne threw up on me. Either way it's or a good Eric story. Erickson. But if or Eric Erickson, yeah there you go. Sure, sure. yeah. <laughs> um, but if if Chuck throws up on Erickson, there's you know he, Chuck's gonna feel bad. Blah, blah blah. But if Erickson throws up on Chuck. I love that you picked Erickson, uh, so we get that visual. Uh, you know, Erickson's kind of beholden to Chuck, like you know, yeah. he'll stay in his life. Like, hey, let me, like, like Kramer, I got to pay for your dry cleaning. Mm-hmm. You know, when he threw up on the girl's sweater? Yep. So I would rather my, uh, what was it? Did you say hero? What did you call yes, it? Yes, your hero. I'd rather my hero throw up on me than vice versa. Uh, Deborah Green. So I'm thinking it has got to be a lead singer, guitar well, player. I'm thinking
3: If you're thinking my hero, I know it sounds stupid, but my hero is my dad. You know. Oh. You know well, I know it sounds cheesy, yeah. but really, so I'm pretty sure I've thrown up on my dad before. <laughs> but if you're talking like just somebody I admire. Yeah, yeah. I would want them to throw up on me because they will remember me versus that crazy fan that threw up on me that one time.
0: That's a good point, yeah. It's a more memorable for them. I'd be memorable either way. <laughs> what if they get thrown up or throw up on someone? Oh, what a weird question. Uh, low tea shot.
4: <laughs> I think I'd get more mileage out of being thrown up on by somebody famous, yeah. a hero, whatever, than if I threw up on
0: Mike me. Pence hurls on you. <gasps> You that could, would be a hell of a story. Yeah,
4: I feel like I, could, could. I feel like I get a lot more traction out of that.
0: Yeah, you could spin that into a job. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. You'd be yeah. like gov or no, yeah. sorry, vice president. vice president. Um, you know, you
4: bring me into the fold a little bit. Yeah. I'll keep the story to ourselves. Yeah, just so you know,
0: I'm the chief of staff of, <laughs> of the, Mark Aram, the show. Mark Aram show. It's uh, on my resume. Yeah, now now heard <laughs> four to not now out. heard four to seven. By the way, so
1: uh, Longoria. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get thrown up on.
0: Lou I, Diamond I, Phillips throws <laughs> up on you.
5: Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I would rather him
0: throw up on me. Yeah, and then scream Richie right after that. (laughs) That Oh, Donna! Oh, all right. Uh, That was that as as sick as that question was. uh, It got around. It was pretty interesting. All right, good job, Sanji. Next question, buddy.
2: All right, next question. Would you rather lounge by the pool or lounge on the beach?
0: Beach, 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 beach. Yeah, sand in my toes. Uh, the waves crashing. There's nothing more tranquil than uh, or relaxing by the by the beach. Now, it can get disturbed by other beachgoers, but um, I'm assuming I'll, I'll go to Hannity's private uh, beach on uh, the Hamptons. Sure. If you go to a pool, there's a chance, you know, you got rowdy teens. You got Bill Murray dropping a deuce. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> remember, you remember uh, So I'm going to go ocean all day. Give me give me the beach. Deborah Green from the middle of the country, Wisconsin.
3: We have lakes. Okay. Um, I will take the pool. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, the, the, the ocean's like the world's toilet.
0: True. So I'll
4: take what the pool. What
3: do you pool. think people
0: do in the pool? Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I, I have access to, like, just you know, our parents have pools. Yeah. I'll, I'll stick to the pool.
0: The parents are still peeing in the pool, Deborah. <laughs> oh, yes, they are. Oh, they are. I know your dad's your hero. You know who's peeing? Okay. Ten-in-laws. They're yeah. all everyone, no yeah. matter their they're not age. They're getting out. Yeah.
3: Versus everything that's peeing in the pool or the
0: ocean. But it's it, it uh, can spread mm. out quicker. There's a more water <laughs> volume. Parts per, bi- parts per billion, man. <laughs> Ask Doctor Joe, which is safer. Okay. Peeing in the ocean <laughs> or peeing in the pool? Uh, debra uh, uh low T, Chuck. Beach all day long. Beach all day long. Yeah. We talked about this, Chuck. Who's from Whitefish, mine Montana, first time he actually saw the ocean. That that Very changed exciting. your life. Changed your life. Absolutely. Uh, Longoria, the stoic one.
5: I uh, grew up with a beach, so beach. Um, you know, I'd rather have a beach around Is me. That than. in Corpus. Oh yeah. Our Texas beaches, anyway. I've never been to a mm-hmm. Texas. beach. Have you ever right. been
3: to Padre Island or anything. No. They're fun. you yeah, ever okay. Watched the MTV parties there. I've been they to a there?
0: San Diego Padres game. <laughs> Not the same. <laughs> no. no. Sanjay, a question for you. Would you rather watch your clothes in the Ganges or in a pool? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ganges, man. It's holy. It's, <laughs> it's good stuff, right?
0: <laughs> there you go. Sanjay. All right, let me get this right here. Sanjay is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. Uh, just because the IRS extended the tax law deadline to May 17th doesn't mean you can wait to do your taxes. Contact Sanjay on Brass.tax. That's the website, Brass.tax, or me email him direct, Sanjay at Brass.tax. That's S-A-N-J-A-Y at Brass. Dot tax, Great job, as always, buddy. My man. All right, we'll come back having fun on a Thursday. This
1: is The Mark Aaron Show. Beginning Monday, Eric Erickson moves noon to 3. us News and Talk with Mark Aram. 4 till 7. Local voices and the news, weather, and traffic you depend on every day on 95.5 WSB. <laughs> Welcome back to the
0: show, 624, 60 degrees on Peachtree Street. We dodged a bullet weather-wise. Early start for, the, uh, for, for this guy this morning, came in at 4 for Channel 2 Action News. Glenn Burns was doing the weather on the morning, and I had to stop. Like, no one I was like,
3: confused. I'm like, why is Glenn I there? Yeah.
0: So like, after 30 minutes, they threw it to me for traffic, and I'm like, listen, if you're watching at home and, and you just saw Fred toss to Glenn and you think you're living in like the Twilight Zone, relax. It's okay. Glenn came off vacation. To, to, it was a surreal scene. It's like, you know, worlds colliding. You know, Glenn Burns, the 11 p.m. guy, and he's there at 4 in the morning. Anyway, um, I don't want you to get caught off guard tomorrow. Presidential visit to our fair city, Doug Turnbull back live in the Skycopter. Uh, Doug, uh, what do we know about the president coming to town tomorrow, or do we know anything right now?
5: The, the biggest thing here in the skycopters there's a flight restriction from noon until 8 p.m so that's a large window to plan around not being around the cdc or anywhere else they plan to go and they have not released the schedule it's a great day just like today was to work from home tomorrow began
0: all right so we don't know the uh, exact time or arrival Uh, i'm assuming like president trump president biden will probably land at dobbins doug
5: what the, that's what President Trump and Vice President Pence did in a bunch of the past. And when Biden came before, he uh, also came to Dobbett. So we're suspecting that's the case, but we don't know just yet. Yeah,
0: we don't know. Um, I know part of the trip has been canceled. They were coming to celebrate the stimulus part, but that has been canceled because of uh, the shootings that happened here. But he's going to go to the CDC, the president. I think the vice president, too. I think they're both coming.
3: Yeah, it says they're both coming.
0: Yeah, there you go. Um, so listen, we I mean, we're Atlanta's only 24 hour traffic station. So. We have got your back tomorrow, no matter when the president and the vice president land will get you up to date with road closures, alternate routes, the backups. Hopefully I won't get stuck uh, like I did the last time President Trump came and I have to start my show in my car. So uh, tomorrow, don't forget, uh, as soon as you get in the car, you turn it right here to 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Uh, back after this, Veronica Water is going to join us live with a feel-good story now out of DeKalb County. <laughs>
5: Hi, this is Lewis Gussie Jr. This is the Mark Aram Show. And if you have any common sense, you should listen to the Mark Aram Show.
0: For a
2: second, I reckon I got 639, a second.
0: 58 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the is for the last time at your beck and call till 8 p.m. tomorrow. We're on 4 to 6. Then Monday, WSB's new lineup takes hold, and we will be on from 4 to 7 right here. Uh, Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. And the banana eye. Uh, so this morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade, we, we broke some news first about an Amber Alert in DeKalb County. And it, basically, Chuck, at 2 a.m., uh, this lady was making a DoorDash delivery. I'm not going to judge because I've done 2 a.m. food deliveries before many times in my life. Uh, but the woman gets out of her vehicle and she uh, obviously, you know, needs to work. She had her one-year-old in the car with her and someone steals the car with the baby in it, like just a jaw-droppingly awful story. Picking up the details and covering it for us live, WSB Radio's Veronica Waters. Ronnie, how are you?
6: I'm doing okay. And uh, like the DeKalb County Police Chief all smiles tonight because the baby's back home safe.
0: So this morning, you know, the Amber Alert, we, when I left the station at like 9.30 or 10 this morning, uh, the car was still missing, the baby was mm-hmm. still missing. We were all freaking out. What happened while I was sleeping today?
6: I don't know. What time did you go to sleep?
0: 10 32 a.m
6: all right so we had uh learned that the car had been found and uh the what was interesting about that was that the car's license plate the nissan suv's license plate had actually been swapped out which was a pretty clear indication that that car had been stolen uh it, it was a it was meant to be a car theft sure because they had a license plate already ready can i ask chief. you a
0: question real quick mm-hmm, was it mm-hmm. did, did they swap it out for a mississippi license plate
6: it looked like a mississippi plate gosh now, so this
0: yeah. i'm gonna let you finish ronnie but yeah, me, it didn't i'm not going it, kanye on you here for a second I'm gonna, let, I'm gonna let you finish but so this morning in the traffic center we were listening to the cab police scanner and they they found a car similar on redan mm-hmm. road and they're like but it's a mississippi plate that and was we're it. Like, oh my God, that's crazy! All right, go ahead. Go ahead. That
6: was that was it. And uh, you know, shout out to my home state of Mississippi. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was interesting. And the chief said that they didn't have a report that that license plate had come from another stolen vehicle. They didn't have that license plate tied to anything. Maybe because it was from out of state. Mm-hmm. And so you know, these pieces started to come together pretty quickly. Of course, police not giving us the clues of how they came up. With the suspect's name, but by the time we heard from them again at noon, they had already named a suspect. This 14-year-old kid 14 is not even old, old enough to have a driver's yeah. license, let alone be out at 2 a.m. stealing a car.
0: So they 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 catch the 14-year-old alleged car thief um, at you find we find out this at noon, right? Uh,
6: at noon, he had been named as a suspect. Okay,
0: so they have a but they uh, they don't have the child yet, though. The one-year-old named um, I forgot the name. Her name is Royalty. Royalty Grisby was the one-year-old. So we still don't know where the kid is at at lunchtime. What happens next?
6: Right. The car is found, but the baby's gone and her car seat. And so we find out the suspect's name. Shortly after that, the police got alerted that Malachi Richardson, who is the 14-year-old, was at a relative's home on Bolton Road. So they went over there and picked him up. Still no sign of the kid. But then there was someone, apparently a passerby, saw someone, we don't know who, no description of the person of the vehicle yet, saw someone dropping off a car, I mean dropping off a a baby on the porch of a home that's not far from actually where the SUV was abandoned.
0: Over in DeKalb County.
6: Over in DeKalb County. And so it was, uh, that was called into police, and at first we had heard from the chief that the homeowner was the one who called cops and said, you know, there's some there's a baby crying on my porch. But it turns out that the homeowner says when she got out to the porch, police were already there and they were like, hey, look, there's a baby here. So I guess maybe that we're it's kind of un- unclear, but maybe the passerby is the one who called uh-huh. and also alerted the homeowner as well that, hey, I just saw somebody put a, a baby on your porch. and wow. There's nobody out here with this kid.
0: Wow. Thankfully. And, and the baby's OK, right? What, what do we know about the yeah, baby? Yeah,
6: they they said they, she was checked out on scene. She seemed like she was OK. They took her to the hospital. Uh, just as a precaution, but they waited for that until Elizabeth Grigsby, the mom, got there for what I'm sure was a very emotional, tearful, and happy reunion. Um, but the baby seems to be fine. She didn't have any medical conditions that were adding to the worry about how she might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, she was in good health, but as the chief was saying today, you know, you got a one-year-old out there with somebody who doesn't know her. She yeah. doesn't know anybody
0: who's around a her. A 14-year-old with a one-year-old. Real quick, uh, talking to Veronica Waters on this story, uh, the Amber Alert out of DeKalb County this morning. Uh, have we heard from the mom? Has she spoken to uh, authorities or the, or the press?
6: I have not heard from the mom since this morning. Okay. And, uh, I really honestly would like to know Elizabeth Grigsby's story because, you know, my heart goes out to her, a woman who is at, Out at 2 a.m. doing DoorDash deliveries with her toddler in the car. You know, she's clearly. Uh, trying to make a living the best way she can Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, no one would ever expect expect this but you know she was clearly lured into a trap there
0: yeah and this this could have turned out so so terribly bad Uh, thankfully uh, the one-year-old is safe the the suspect is in custody and uh, then mom and uh, and daughter are you reunited tonight Veronica thank you for joining us Uh, what a crazy ride we had today with this story
6: Glad to be here with you. What's for dinner
0: tonight? Uh, chicken and Waffles <laughs> in studio, by the way. Um, if you want to swing by, I'm uh, so jelly. Johnny's Chicken and Waffles sponsoring dinner tonight on the Mark Aram Show. So uh, I'll save you a plate. How's that? All
6: right, just give them my address and tell them to drop something off. You got
0: 123 Backyard Place. <laughs> I
6: love you so much. Love you too, buddy.
0: All right, I want to talk back. more about this story when we come back. This is the Mark Aram Show at 95.5 WSB
1: Atlanta's News and Talk. in a drive home that's positive, funny and won't make you angry. Atlantis News and Talk with Mark Aram, Weekdays 4 till 7. Beginning Monday on 95.5 WSB.
0: Welcome back to the show, 6.52, 7 in front of 7 o'clock. Mark Aram and pals with you until 8 in the p.m. Uh, an amazingly happy ending to that story this morning that could have gone sideways in a, in a hurry. I've got a couple of questions about this. I'm going to go to the uh, two parents on the show, uh, Charles Thomas III from uh, Revenant, revenantparenting.net and uh, Andrew Longoria. <laughs> yeah. So the, the girl <laughs> the girl whose reality was rescued at one, at one year old, does she know what's going on, guys? Yeah. She does no, no. No, no, no. so there's so like long term like no, of course not no. Okay, that's that's she was just like oh this kid's taking me for a ride now basically yeah yeah yeah, all right, um that that's good to know. I want to ask you guys because I have a vivid memory, as a child. Um, I don't know how old I was. I was older than one, old enough to be walking around a store, Um, but I got separated from my mom at uh, Caldors, which was like. A, like a small Walmart in, in Connecticut. Uh, it was a great store. I miss Caldors. Anyway, uh, it was actually called Caldor, but we just called it Caldors. <laughs>
7: okay. Yeah.
0: Like Kroger. People call it Kroger's. Yeah. Yeah. We called this Caldor. Anyway, I remember getting separated from my mom and not thinking it was a big idea. Like, oh, I'm in the toy section. Mom is looking at bras, whatever. Um, <laughs> unmentionables. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's in the unmentionables department. Sure, she'll love you. And I remember, like, all right, well, I mean, I'll find her. I remember thinking, like, uh, so the, you were old enough not to be freaked out that you lost your mom for a minute, yes, okay, but I then I did freak out when my mom came crying like into, oh my God, I was so worried about it. Where did you go? Don't ever leave you know my site, blah blah, blah. And I was like, oh, all right, this was a big deal, all right, and then I'll start then I started crying like, oh, <laughs> I missed you too, you know, like, but I remember I wasn't worried until I saw my mom freak out, and then I was like. Oh wow! This this you know it was scary for her, which then made it scary for me. Mm-hmm. Have you guys, as parents, ever had one of those? I, I mean, hopefully nothing as severe as the your your kid was you know carjacked. But have you ever ha- had like a moment where you lost your kid in a store or in a park or or anything like that, where you your heart just stops for a second? And is like, oh my gosh, where's my kid?
4: Not yet, I because she's only three. Yeah, they keep pretty good track of her. Yeah, um, but. It's coming. I mean, I know I'm going to leave her somewhere. Yeah. I'm going to forget her. She's going to wander off. So it's not like she's going to
0: escape. You were going to accidentally yeah, leave her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting <laughs> for it. It's going to uh, happen. Jack, so far gun range in Kennesaw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so far, so no, far, had, the, and your wife, a hot neighbor. She's never misplaced. No, places. she keeps really good. Yeah. Track
4: of and the and and right now, Ella's not as independent to like wander off. Yeah. She really always wants to know where we're at. Yeah. So she's always like. If she wants to go somewhere, she's actually pretty good about dragging me along with her. Okay, that's good.
0: But remember the movie Mr. Mom with Michael Keaton Mm -hmm. where he gets laid off and his wife Terry Gar goes to work and he's got to take care of the kids for the first time? Mm -hmm. And he he loses the kid in the supermarket. And he, I mean, the kid was, this was a toddler. This was, I don't even know how old, like three months, four months, five months old. And he is freaking out. Uh, He looks in his car, in in the, the buggy. And it's a different kid in the buggy. <laughs> That's He's like, "What the hell?" You know, and he freaks out, and he finally finds the kid. All right, uh, that would... Oh my God! Another reason why I'm not yet a parent. Uh, but you haven't had any of those? Uh, no,
5: yeah, no, nothing in the store or anything like that. One t- um, my youngest daughter sleepwalks, uh, and we kind of figured that out now. <laughs> really? And we have That's a. locks his door? We have a yeah. <laughs> we have an extra bedroom in the back that just has junk in it and stuff. Well, she had gotten up and went to that room. We knew she was upstairs because we had the baby gate up. Yeah. So we knew she had to be in the four rooms, but she wasn't in her room, and we freaked. Out. I was like, "Where is she? Where is she? Yeah. Like, where?" I mean, it's like one in the morning. Like, where? I can't find her. Yeah. So then we found her, and she was like in a corner, just staring at the wall. Still sleeping? Yeah. So oh, we were
0: like, wow. okay. They back. say sleepwalking is a sign of genius. Oh well, maybe she. And a I believe your daughter's bright. I, yeah. I, I definitely believe that. She, she uh, she's the funny one. So, but never like in no a, nothing in a out of story. story no, like I keep like they're stuck to me. Like, yeah, I keep really good. But I think things are different now too. Like when I was in like the mid seventies when I was a kid. Again, we didn't have seatbelts. We didn't have. Oh yeah. You know, we, things were more a little lax, uh, more laxadaisical when it comes to child care.
4: When I was a kid, I did get lost. I I had looked. We were like I don't remember where we were at, but I looked at something and I thought I grabbed. I turned and a guy had the same coat as my dad. Sure. And I just went up and grabbed his hand. And the guy was like, what the hell? And he like, and then I realized it wasn't my dad yeah. and just instantly melted down. And wow. then he was like, you know, two guys over and he scooped me up. But that scared the and crap me. And that out. guy
0: was George W.H. Bush. <laughs> no. And there, there was born Loti's love of, of politics. <laughs> uh, I want to know if you've had any, like, as a parent or if you were a kid and remember it, any crazy story like that, the separation of the parent, And what happened? Where were you? All all that stuff. 404 872 0750 1 800 WSB Talk on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show
5: is performed before a live studio audience.
0: No,
8: I want this town to be near you.
0: Welcome back to the show and a good Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7.06, six minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show for the final time. Heard between 6 to 8 p.m. here on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Starting Monday, we will now be on for three full hours from 4 to 7, your entire Drive home with uh, the Bananas and I. Uh, the Bananas are all here tonight. Deborah Green, the executive producer of the program. Uh, Longoria, the stoic skinny Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. My chief of staff, oh, Loti. Chuck tea. screens your calls. Uh, very excited, by the way. And I want to thank the Bananas uh, for making 4 to 7 happen. This is going to be exciting. This is exciting. We, 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 gotta, we actually got to put our nose to the grindstone now. All right. Are we gonna start having like pre-show meetings now? No, we, no you, not, not
5: that. Not no, that, not I'm, that maybe a pre-show text.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah okay. maybe I'll text you guys. An about, email. Yeah, yeah, an email, son. Yeah, it, basically, you, you just basically keep doing just what you're keep doing. doing yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. got to number one with the effort that you put in at the current level, so we'll keep it there. Uh, so I'm very excited. Uh, tomorrow we're gonna do a soft launch. From 4 to 6, but then Monday uh, in earnest, 4 to 7 here, nightly on 95.5 WSB. Talking about this DeKalb County story, uh, awful. I mean, what turned out to be a, a good ending, but it sounded awful. Uh, Amber Alert, this woman's delivering food at 2 in the morning uh, with her 1-year-old in the car. So obviously you know what's going on uh, in, in her world, that she's having to do that to, to put food on her uh, daughter's plate and a roof over the head. So, you know, we, we can all relate to that, right? You do what you do to survive. And the woman was making a food delivery and her car gets jacked with the baby. And then the, the car is found, but not the baby. And it's like, at that point, you're thinking, oh, this is the worst thing. Uh, but luckily, the baby, the one-year-old, was found safe. Uh, just talking about as, as, as scares as parents like that, via the Piccadilly text line, my mom reminded me when I, my brother was four, so I would have been nine and a half. She lost, we lost him at a petting zoo in Cape Cod. And I do remember that. My mom... She was more torn up about that than when I was lost in Caldor. Like, that was, uh, I mean, obviously here, Richie's their favorite son, so I get that. (laughs) Uh, But have you ever had a a close call like that where you lose your child somewhere? Because I can't even imagine. Like, I lost my dog for two minutes. Bosco got off the leash. I was like, oh, I panicked. I can't even imagine what parents go through in that situation. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Mark's in Stockbridge. Mark, welcome to the program. How are you?
9: Oh, I am doing wonderful tonight, and I am honored to be on the last broadcast. That's
0: right. This is like a bucket uh, list moment for you.
9: Now, you know, and unfortunately, I normally don't get off work until 630, so I'm only going to be able to catch, like, the last half hour of your show in the future unless I get off early. And I will... Kind of make it my purpose to try to get off early.
0: I appreciate that, and I'll, as yeah, always, anyway. I, I want you to listen yeah. live. But Longoria posts the podcast right after the show, so you can always oh, you can always go back will, and listen.
9: And I will listen on my way home. I guarantee it. My but man, listen, I, this goes back to the early '80s. My uh, my kids. My youngest was three years old. My oldest was five. Of course, my youngest just uh, retired from the Coast Guard. You know, twenty five years, but. Uh, uh, he back back in in '80 something, early '80s. Uh, I took like my wife and I took like seven kids from the neighborhood to a local, local ice cream parlor for a birthday party. And as we were getting ready to leave, of course, I asked the kids, "Does anybody have to go to the bathroom?" And of course, everybody did. So everybody filed <laughs> yes. in. We filed out, got out in the car. I had a I had a Ford Ranchero with a with a shell on it. All the kids piled in the back, which was perfectly acceptable back in those days.
0: Oh no, is yeah. this a home alone situation where you left one of the kids but at the I, ice cream I, shop
9: I, we're, we're, no, not real we, we get out I'm driving out the driveway uh, I mean out of the parking lot of this mall and I look in the rear view mirror and I don't see my youngest, my three years old so I, I open this little sliding you know the little sliding window between the, the uh, thing and I say, "Hey, where's your brother?" He says, I don't know." So, man, I pull a U-turn, I get back, I get out, I run back into the ice cream parlor, I don't see him, I go into the bath. he is in the bathroom, now he's three years old, he can't push the door open because it's too heavy.
0: Oh, wow. You know
9: what? And, uh, I said, okay, how, how old buddy. is your
0: son now, Mark? Huh? How old is he now?
9: He's 40 now, he's <laughs>
0: I want you oh that's awesome I want you to text him tonight and tell him you remember that time you couldn't open the bathroom door at Baskin Robbins I guess if you're going to be a kid a three-year-old stuck anywhere being in an ice cream shop I guess the bathroom maybe not is but that would have been pretty good the bathroom in the ice cream shop yeah, the
1: best place (laughs) Uh,
0: Shane's incoming Shane welcome to the Mark Aram show hey thanks guys how's it going excellent what's cooking buddy
10: Hey, good. All right, listen, this—we were. This was our first family vacation. It was me, and my wife, and you know, our five-year-old and our two-year-old. Really, first family vacation to the beach. We go to Myrtle Beach. We check into the hotel. And the hotel's massive. It's about thirty floors. Um, as we're uh, standing there, anyways, we're kind of we're putting the little wristbands on, and my wife's having trouble with hers. So I turned around, and as I'm turning around, snapping hers on, the elevator door opens. My two-year-old hops on the elevator and goes for a ride. Oh no. Oh, it was awful! It was really, really awful. We go to scrambling, running up and down the stairs, trying to get, trying to figure out what floor she got off on. She ended up getting making it to the 18th floor. I oh my
0: right. God! Did you have Stuff to run to, like, up?
10: No, no, no. Actually, my wife scrambling up to all the stairs, you know, stopping each each one. I'm going to the front desk, making sure, you know. And then, uh, fortunately, when the door opened on the 18th floor, it was an older couple, and they were like, you know, oh look, check this out. <laughs>
0: you know, you know what would scare me the most out of that? You know, there's so many bad scenes in movies that involve elevators right like yes just... and
10: yes and every one of them go through your mind at yeah
0: that oh my god how long ago was that shane
10: uh, it's been about 10 11 years ago. yeah She's
0: 13 now so uh, does she, she remember that or no
10: no not a bit oh not that's bit. good she don't even remember yeah. the trip that's
0: you know? what i'm hoping no. that that one-year-old thank you for the call shane i hope that one-year-old today has zero recollection of this right like you ask her in five years remember that time you were carjacked what what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Marquita's in Woodstock. Marquita, welcome to the show.
11: Uh, thank you. I'm thrilled to be on the show for just a second. Um, I hope you're having a good day. Excellent. Um, I'm calling to tell you about something that happened back in 1950-something. Okay. Um, I'm 70. I'm the second of the family of five siblings, and uh, we were coming home from church. Mother was driving. My youngest brother was the only one in a car seat, one of those things that just hooks on the back of the front seat. Sure, sure. Because we didn't have car seats or seat belts, And um, at one point, we were all telling Mother, Lawrence just fell out of the car. She just told us to be quiet. Oh, my God. Home. She really didn't believe us. Sure. And we got all the way home, and she said, well, where's Lawrence? And we said, we told you he fell out. And she said, where? Back by the church two miles back. Oh, my God. uh, On the Purdue campus. And he had fallen uh, onto a grassy.
0: How how did he fall out of the car, though?
11: I don't remember that. I don't remember whether he opened the door, whether it was at a stop. And he uh, now I I got to jump in
0: here for a second, Marquita. Um, Yeah. Your mom had, had to think that, all right, uh, my daughter lies a lot. If she doesn't believe you <laughs> that you said your brother just fell out of the car, then that, that's a boy that cried wolf kind of story right there.
11: Right, right. <laughs> but she was also concentrating on driving. Sure,
0: sure. How old was your brother when he fell out?
11: Uh, two and a half, maybe three. Oh,
0: my God. Did he remember that as, as he got older?
11: Oh, yes. and. and- I can tell you this story because my mother has passed. She would be embarrassed if she ever knew <laughs> no I told
0: story. No doubt. No but,
11: um, but all of my siblings remember it.
0: Oh my God! And was like, was there a good Samaritan that scooped him up at the church and was like, "Oh, we got to take care of little Johnny"?
11: No, we actually drove back, and um, we had to just follow where you know all of us were saying it happened. Yeah. And there he was he, on the grassy... Oh, my God. I, I hate to say the grassy knoll. The grassy bit. knoll. That story yeah. could have
0: turned out so badly. Holy oh, smokes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Let me ask you a question, Mark. Did your parents let you go in their bedroom when you were a kid? Uh, yes. Okay, good. And you sound like a perfectly normal person. Uh
11: i think I'm a normal person yeah you
0: sound like it great call marquita thank you i don't mean to uh rub salt in the wounds logo no, i just yeah. want to well I, I
5: haven't dropped my kids off of my car so <laughs> <laughs> yet, <laughs> yet. i'm a better parent yeah <laughs> uh, jonathan is in hey, guys, sharpsburg jonathan welcome to the show what's going
0: on guys how are you jonathan i'm doing great y'all doing all right excellent you got a, a lost kid story i do it's actually from a different perspective from the last couple so i was the baby okay Ooh, good what so- happened
8: So we took a family vacation to Hilton Head, and uh, I had an older brother. He was five or six. So my mom took my older brother down to the beach and uh, left my dad and I in the hotel room. And uh, my dad's a smoker, or was a smoker, not anymore. Um, He stepped outside for a few minutes uh, to take a few puffs, I guess, came back in the room, and somehow I had escaped my crib. I was nowhere to be found. Um, so he's obviously freaking out. It probably felt like an eternity. He's running up and down the hall. Somebody's taking my child. Oh, we can't find Jonathan. Where is he? Um, so I guess he goes up to the next floor and sees one of the housekeepers. And she looks at him and says, are you the one looking for the baby? And apparently I'd just been hanging out with her the whole time. So he was uh, you were relaxed? You were just chilling out. How old were you? I was, I think, between one and two years old.
0: Wow. And you remember it? I remember it. Wow. That does, I, hope, I hope the reality, the, the one year old that was rescued today, doesn't remember it. Two in the morning. She might have been napping during the whole thing, right? Do babies sleep? I mean, well, she was probably asleep at that time. Yeah, asleep definitely. the whole time? Oh, yeah. Hopefully that was the case. Stevens and Roswell. Steven, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, you
8: guys. Hey, Steven. It's a privilege and honor to be on the show, last show. Thank you for so joining us, for by the way. Uh, That's the little lost kid
7: thing. Uh, my niece, bless her heart, uh, she was probably six or seven mm-hmm. and uh, shopping at a mall. And she liked to play hide and seek. So she wouldn't get into the clothes racks. Oh where you can't hide. see
0: them. I remember doing that as a kid. Absolutely. Like yeah, the, the big circular the big circular rack and you yeah. hide inside of them. She oh yeah. Under
7: there. She did it. She did it twice because she didn't learn from the first time but second time she learned uh when security had to go find her.
0: Yeah. I th- I would we think like kids kids know to do time that. Time kid. Like that's an old kid trick, right? So yeah. I would think security guards at the mall be like all right, everyone, go check inside the you know the coat rack. <laughs> I did that. And my mom freaked out. Yeah, and then I, I got spanked. That i had forgotten, but I totally did that. You know that what a great oh, wow. hiding spot that yeah. is. Yeah, just right in the middle of uh, the women's uh, furs. At, sure. uh, at Bradley's <laughs> yeah. or whatever, whatever it was. Uh, all right, more of these stories again. Good news on the Amber Alert in DeKalb County. Crazy story, though. I'll recap it when we come back in case you're just joining us. But have you ever had a scare where you lost your child or you were the child and got lost? Uh, reminiscing, 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. What do you know? It's the Mark Aram Show.
1: Mark Arum, entertaining, local, plugged in, moving to a new time. Weekdays 4 till 7, beginning Monday on 95.5 WSB. Mark Arum on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk.
0: 404 872 1-800-WSB-TALK. Mildred joins us in Snellville. Mildred, welcome to the show. How are you?
12: Hi, I'm doing fine. Thank you.
0: Did you ever lose your child, or were you a lost child?
12: Oh, yes, I have lost a child. We had five children back in 1980. We were all going to Sears to do some special shopping. Sure. And we all knew we look out for each other, mm-hmm. right? We had enough children to do that. But for some reason, our young, our, not the youngest, but the next to the youngest six-year-old, we missed her, couldn't find her. We were frantic, going all over, calling, calling her name. And then all of a sudden, we saw this little group toward the front of the windows there, the doorway. And we went over there saying, have you seen? And then about that time, out in the display window was our (laughs) six-year-old standing with a mannequin as still as anyone could be. She was playing mannequin. And we could hear them saying, is she real? Is, is that real little girl up there?
0: That's not. amazing. That's little girl. Now, did you punish was, her or were you just laughing at that no, point?
12: No, I was so happy to see her. Yeah. No, but we did talk about we do not leave the
0: family. Sure. You hang on. Even at Sears.
12: That's right. Yeah. And but you know what's, what makes it— ending.
0: You know, Chuck and, uh, and Longoria both worked at Sears, just to show you the level. You might not have gotten a lot of help if they were working at <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Sears. Longoria would have helped. Chuck would have been like, I'm on my lunch break, yeah. lady. Like, are you buying tools or not? Yeah. <laughs> Jim is in Lilburn. Six callers uh, ahead six of us. A- six
11: ahead of us,
8: Jimmy.
0: Go ahead, Jim. Sorry, buddy.
8: Uh, a couple of things. Uh, for your first show, I know you have a goofy sleep pattern. And now it's going to be even more goofy with you starting at 4 o'clock. So I'm Correct. wondering if you shouldn't ask the listeners if they have a goofy sleep pattern and try and get some reaction on
0: that. I would, but I i, I mean, I've had a goofy sleep pattern for, for 23 years now. So I don't think there's anybody out there, uh, I might be wrong, but more knowledgeable about goofy sleep patterns. I could write a book on goofy sleep patterns. Goofy Sleep Patterns by Mark Aram. Available now on Amazon, wherever a you buy it. Yeah, or all your local booksellers. Uh, we've got full phones. Holy shnikes. We'll come back, get all your calls, all damn calls. Uh, there was another story I wanted to talk Oh, Cece's Pizza. It's still alive. It's still alive. I'll give you the good news when we come back and then more of your calls. Having fun on a third S Day, 404 872 750 wsb Talk. This is the Mark Aram Show.
8: Hey, this is Ray Liotta, and you're listening to the Mar... mar- uh. He's packed in the two by two. Ox, camel, kangaroo. 736,
0: 24 in front of eight, uh, but we're already preparing for tomorrow's rough commute. So here's the deal. Uh, let's go to our political advisor from the Reverend Charles uh, Thomas Third. We have a double uh, visit tomorrow. Both the president and the vice president coming into town, Chuck. To go, Charles. Excuse me. To go to the CDC. Um, And I don't know. Maybe you know. You have contacts in the Oval, in the West Wing. Uh, If are they allowed to fly in the same plane, or do they have to come in two? You know what I'm saying? Like, isn't there like a?
4: Usually, they don't come in the same plane.
0: Okay. Usually, we don't know.
4: So we could have double the road closures tomorrow. I I think, in rare circumstances, they might travel together. I think. Not in the air, though. As you're talking about plane travel?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. I think yeah. they both take a different plane. And then they'd have to have two separate cars. It's kind of like that uh, Keanu Reeves, not Keanu Reeves, uh, Kiefer Sutherland show, where he's the
3: designated survivor, Designate Designate survivor, survivor. kind of thing,
0: right? Like, if, you know, if God forbid something happens, I think, doesn't Nancy Pelosi become president at that point? Well, if those two were to, if something was happening Yeah, happen the Speaker of, them, of the yeah, House. She's yeah. the next one in line. Yeah. There we go. Uh, Charles Thomas III from TheRevenant.com. <laughs> anyway, the point is, traffic could be nightmarish tomorrow, so keep it locked uh, right here, starting around lunchtime, because we not, we're not exactly sure when the president and the vice president are going to land, but we will have you update with Triple Team traffic coverage as soon as that happens. Uh, talk about this, uh, just what started as a horrible story. It's still a bad story, but it had a happy ending. A woman was making a, a food delivery at 2 in the morning, uh, and she had her one-year-old daughter in the car, and the car gets carjacked when she goes to deliver the food. Later on the day, the car is found, but not the daughter but they find the daughter was left on someone's front porch, so the daughter's okay. Just reminds me of the time I got lost in Caldor when I was five or six years old in the toy section. I don't know why mom didn't go straight to the toy section, right? I wasn't in the power tool section. I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't in the book section. I yeah, was, but at that time, you're not
5: thinking straight. You yeah. know, you're just like, I'm trying to find
0: my kid. Yeah, know? I didn't think anything of it until my mom comes bawling with the security guard and they find me, and then I started bawling because, like, oh, this was a big deal. Uh, so do you have any... Stories like that, near misses of uh, losing your kids. Uh, Ken is in Woodstock. Ken, welcome to the program.
8: Hey, thanks. Uh, yeah, I, I lost my daughter for three or four minutes, uh, first born, when she first started walking in a department store. And I have gray hair as a result of it. It is absolutely terrifying.
0: Absolutely the worst, and, right?
8: And your mind goes wild within that short period of time. You think about, oh, what if, what if, what if, you know? But uh, let me tell you this, though, uh, that was the days before cell phones. But uh, young parents that I know now, they will uh, write their phone, uh, cell phone number on their kid if they're going to be out in a public place where there's a possibility,
0: you know, that they might get lost sure. or walk away. Where, or where do they write the cell phone number, though?
8: On their hand. Oh. They'll say, it, they'll say I'm lost. That's smart. Please call. And they put the cell phone number on it. Ken, I think ha- that's pretty
0: clever, how long? How long? Yeah, very clever. How long ago did you lose your daughter for three minutes? Oh, I was in in nineties, and and it still sticks with you, right? As a oh, parent, I,
8: it's, it's horrifying. Yeah. Mark.
0: So there you go, Longoria. You know, well, luckily Longoria's got those kid leashes. Um,
5: <laughs> yeah, I used to think those were bad, like when I would see them when I when I didn't have kids, but now now I'm like, you're yeah, like, yeah, I'll, I'll get, I get that this
0: thing leash. up. To yeah, him. two of them. Uh, w A is in Gainesville. W A, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark, how are you? Excellent. What's going on?
7: Oh, I had a uh, near miss, I guess, if you would call it. Uh, we were skiing out in Colorado down the family slope. And next to the family slope is some woods. So all day long, my kids were skiing in and out of the trees like kids like to do. Last run of the day, I say I'm each down the ski cat snow cat. So I get down there, take my skis off, no kids. So the sun starts to go down about 4 o'clock in the mountains, you know. And it gets kinda of cold and dark, so they cranked up the snow cat they're gonna groom the slope. I said, I still my kids are out there somewhere and they said, Well, can you describe? I said, Yeah. They got ski clothes on, of the course. <laughs> they got a they got a wool hat they on know, and skis. Ski
0: yeah, you know, <laughs> anyway, so
7: they said, Well, we're gonna call down to the base of the mountain and get the helicopter up here with the searchlight and all that and I said, Oh my god, that mom's gonna kill me. Oh gosh. So how old were the kids? The helicopter. It, they were uh, like uh eight and uh, ten and eight. Okay. So as soon as the helicopter I heard it cranking up, all of a sudden we looked way out across the distance. And we see these two little black figures coming across carrying their skis.
0: Oh, my goodness. And it was my
7: kids. And, of course, I said, where the hell you been? And they said, well, we were skiing through the trees, and we looked over there to the other side of the slope, and there was this big white area that looked like another slope. So we skied through the trees into that slope area. Well, it turned out that's where they piled all the snow. And it was like four or five feet deep. So oh, the youngest no. child disappeared under the snow. Oh, roof. my God. So my other son had to dig him out, find his skis, find his skis, and they finally just made their way back to the snow uh, And how long ago was, was that? Uh, Oh, this was
0: probably fifteen, twenty years ago. Yeah, that's that. That's outdoors. That might be scary. Outdoors
1: might be scarier than indoors, right? Because yeah, at least you know they're inside. Like if you have an idea, like they might yeah. still be in the store. But You're in the, the
0: woods. <laughs> You're in the woods. Literally, You're, like yeah. the Revenant. Like, yeah.
1: like that's
0: crazy. <laughs> there, did you see the video the other day, Deborah, of uh, I think it was like in France or Europe somewhere, the bear chasing the skier down the slope?
3: Oh, I did see that. Holy yeah.
0: Holy cow! I'm. I mean, I've never skied before, and I'm definitely not gonna ski now. This bear was like, oh, dinner's on the run. Let's go eat this. And, and the guy was videotaping it. Like, get yeah, his cell phone out. <laughs> uh, yeah, fast. like, the bear could have caught up to him if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. He was like, ah, it's not worth it. I'll wait for the kid that slides off the, the slope. <laughs> into the other, There's easier dinner out there. That was scary. Daniel's in Norcross. Daniel, welcome to the Mark Aram Show.
5: Thank you. First time caller. Welcome um, aboard, my friend. And I listen to you in the morning for traffic, and then I'm listening to you at, or watch you in the morning. Look at that. On, uh, and then uh, I'm at work, and I listen to you on the radio at work.
0: I really appreciate that. I truly do.
5: Well, this is a dog story because I don't have children. I think it's a pretty good one. Okay. Well, I, uh, a friend of mine was in the Army in the Carolinas at an at Army Post, and he says, come out and we'll hang out for the weekend, and you can stay in our literally like hotels. They really treated the guys great. Mm-hmm. And it was Sunday morning. I didn't have the dog's leash or at least a collar that rattled with the chains on it. And so I'm just walking along. All of a sudden, all the doors fly open almost at the same time. Everybody's going to breakfast. Uh, She was a stair climber, and she loved to go and open doors, and all these maids are going around, and I can't find her.
9: Oh, God.
5: So I started yelling, and the noise from people talking kind of drowned it out, and I'm running around for 10 or 15 minutes. And like I said, she had a habit of, falling for the first person she saw, and I, uh, I run around the corner, and here she comes, and her eyes are about ready to pop out of her head. <laughs> so it
0: was- and what stinks about that is, like, it's unfamiliar territory, right? So your dog doesn't know where. Like, at home, if you lose your dog in your neighborhood, your dog knows, oh, I'll, I, I know how to get back home. Like, I can smell my way home. You're, on a, you're at an Army base in another state. Yeah. The dog's like, oh, I don't know. Time to find a new master. <laughs> you know, got to do that. Uh Jay's in Auburn Jay, welcome to the program.
12: Yeah, hi, Mark. great to talk with you.
0: Jay, are you on speakerphone because I can barely hear you. yeah can you, can yeah. you get off speaker?
12: actually, uh no all right. I'm on my cell phone with um
0: bluetooth all right we'll we'll fight through it. gotta be real quick though.
12: Okay, well, the thing is is that I'm one of nine, we were on vacation, well seven of us were on vacation with the folks. We leave the hotel. We're driving down the road for half an hour, and the twin says, "Where's my twin?" We had to drive all the way back to the hotel to find him, and he was sitting there on the side of the parking lot, just waiting for us.
0: You so you just didn't pack? That's like Home Alone with Macaulay Culkin. You just forgot yeah. the you just forgot the kid. Yeah. And how how long ago was that, Jay? Oh, that was in the uh, mid-60s. And you still think about it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would imagine. It, it, I, mean, I keep bringing up Home Alone. That's got to be the worst thing ever, though, right? I mean, maybe it's not as bad as a carjacking, but as far as forgetting, oh your, yeah. you're you're fly, a, you fly, fly to France. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I don't know, were they in Illinois or whatever? You fly, uh, I, would, I would give you the number of time zones away, that is, but I'm really you bad at time know, zones, man. as we know. Um, but that's like seven, eight time zones away, and you just forget the little Macaulay... Culkin at home. That lady, and if that happened in real life, that lady's still in therapy. Oh yeah, yeah. Because then they do it again, like the next year. <laughs> oh yeah, they yeah, yeah. The old old old, old, in New old York, old too. yeah, uh, starring President Trump. Uh, is it Jolette, Joette, Joie? How do you pronounce your name?
13: Hey, it's Joette Marley. Oh, hey, Joette. Um, hey, nice to talk to you. Likewise. I'm um, just. I going back to 1982. Uh, my son was five years old, and we had. We live in what is now Brookhaven, and if you wiggle through some side streets, you can get up to Northeast Plaza. And at the time, there was a Penny's outlet there, and they had a big toy section. And so we would go browsing because it was getting close to Christmas. Well, this 5-year-old didn't want to go to uh, Penny's outlet. He wanted to go to a real toy store like either Lionel Playworld or Toys R Us, which is out by the perimeter, and we didn't want to do that at this time. So, you know, at that time, too, you let your kids roam around the store on their own, and it was getting time for us to leave, and we couldn't find him. And uh, we were starting to get frantic, and we had uh, the security at the store looking for us to to try to find him. And they said, well, you think he could have walked home? And I said, well, he's not going to do that. He's, He's only five years old. He said, well, go home and check. So we went home, and, of course, there was no Ryan there. We go back to the store. We had the police out, and the police are going, let's go back one more time, see if he's gone home, which he did. He crossed Buford Highway, and we'll go down through all the apartments, and he went home all by himself. He was only five years old. Five
0: years old. Holy smokes. You know what? I can tell you exactly what happened, Joy, because I've been in that situation. Your son was embarrassed that you wanted him to try, and the husky size closed like my mom did at JCPenney, <laughs> and he was like, at five, I would have jetted, too, if I had a chance. Uh, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I'm not putting on that husky size pants. jeans. Yeah. No. So he he booked. <laughs> I've been there. I can relate to your son. Amanda's in Cleveland. Amanda, welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? Excellent. What's going on, Amanda?
14: Good. Um. So you were talking about the bear going down the uh, mountain slope? You'll get to look up the video. It's very recent of a mountain lion chasing a guy down a trail. He has been hiking. It is terrifying. Yeah. Um, but it's a good one. But um, if you remember the old, old grave station, um, when I was four, I got to go with my dad in the youth group. It's when Atlanta was doing really good, back in 95. Um, and my mom told me, she's like, if you go to the bathroom, make sure you go with an adult. That so way you don't get lost. Um, but when I came out, I could not find him anybody and so i just started walking the whole stadium up and down and i could not find who i was with and this random couple they stopped and they were like hey are you lost and i was like yes and they walked me to the security station and got me hooked up i still i'm like they're my angels that would have been scary
0: so me getting lost in a small department store is you know i was non-plus but i was like i I didn't even know i was lost i was like i'm looking at gi joe's what's the big deal there's a new, there's new Hot Wheels, uh, there's new Matchbox cars. But if I got lost in Yankee Stadium or Fulton County Stadium as a kid, oh, that would have freaked me out. The noise, the crowd, oh wow, yeah, that would have been tough. All right, we're gonna finish up with all your calls when we get back. Oh, and I, I gotta tell about the CC's. I gotta give you good news about CC's Pizza. We'll be right back. Uh, not a lot of time to hustle, but we're gonna do it. It's the Mark Aram Show on WSB. <laughs>
1: Mark Aram makes your drive home fun with Stress-Free Talk, starting at a new time. Hear Atlantis News and Talk with Mark Aram, weekdays 4 till 7, beginning Monday on 95.5 WSB. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Told
0: you a couple weeks ago CC's Pizza the buffet joint filed for chapter 11 bankruptcy but do some uh, some financial uh, maneuvering. Uh, at least 200 of the CC's locations will continue. Some might close, but CC's will still continue to exist, Longoria, which is good because I've never been to a CC's and I really want to, after the pandemic, I want to go fill up my belly with some uh, pizza. Uh, Brett's up next on the Mark Aram show. What's going on, Brett? Hey, I don't have a story about losing my kid, but I lost somebody
8: else's kid before. That's got to be even worse. It was horrible. Uh, I was a high school pastor about 15 years ago and I had one other adult leader and eight students, and we were on a missions trip in Bangkok, Thailand. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we, we were riding around the SkyTrain doing some, like, sightseeing, and we get off at our station, and I'm counting heads, and I count seven heads, and I see the other adult, And it was like a scene from a movie. I look back at the SkyTrain, the doors close, and this 16-year-old girl is pressed up against the door with
0: this look of terror on her face. At least she was 16 and not 6, right? That makes it a little better. It's a teenager. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know if I want to know any of Russ's uh, stories about lost kids, but real quick, Russ. Russ, come here man. What you got cooking, brother?
9: Uh, Actually, I was just going to ask you, are we doing Never Would I Ever tomorrow?
0: Uh, (laughs) Stand by. Stand by. I don't know. We'll let you. We'll he let you. Have texted you that. Huh? Call in tomorrow. We're on early tomorrow, the to Russ, starting at four. So four to hey, I was six. Tell you, CC's
9: yeah. fantastic place. Yeah.
0: I love it. I I'll tell you what, Russ. As soon as I uh, get out of this, get my shot, and uh, go to the to the CCs, I'll bring you with me, buddy. Me and you. Okay. Double date. Or in your case, it might be a quintuple date. Bring whoever's there at your house. <laughs> yeah. Coralie, okay, Karen, the girl that's going to steal your kidney. Like, whatever you got. Bring them all. Okay. All right. Uh, Cheryl's in Athens. Cheryl, you got about 20 seconds. I'm so sorry.
14: It's okay. Thank you for having me on. My son was about five years old. I asked him to wait while I went to the restroom. Turned around. He went out of the house, hopped on a train, and the train left. Oh! The train ended up in... Uh, their, one of their sites, and I got a call from them.
0: How far away was the site? Uh, from my house to
14: Hamburg, about a half-hour ride. All
0: right. It's not like he was six states away. It's like, uh, we're in Tucson, Arizona, lady, <laughs> and uh, your son's here. Uh, star of the Shizo Longo.
14: And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show?
0: Johnny's Chicken and Waffles get started the Show. They sponsored our dinner tonight. Thank you, Johnny's Chicken and Waffles. Uh, I posted a picture on my uh, Instagram page. Uh, we got Longor, Mrs. Longor, we got uh, Andrew a salad.
5: So yeah, he, my, mom, my mom was concerned that, yeah, I, had, that I had So to we chicken. had
0: chicken and waffles and Andrew had a salad. Had a salad. Uh, early show tomorrow on at 4 p.m. The conversation continues on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby.
2: Go to sleep,
12: you little
3: baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.